Okay, so this uh, this first topic I want to get into comes from uh, the jump from ESPN, where today they were talking about Steph and LeBron, and I want to I want to say it was like who or not it wasn't today but yesterday, but who is more influential? And I thought that was a really great topic. And here's the thing. Let me just... Okay, so as as you guys know, I have said that LeBron is the GOAT of the 2010s. I want, and I want to say the question was, who was more influential in the 2010s? So I'm going to say Steph. But that, that, that does not mean that he is the best player. Alright? So stay with me here. Okay. So I'm just going to go through Steph's accolades according to BasketballReference.com. Six-time All-Star, 2015-2016 steal. He led the league in steals in 2015-2016. Six-time All-NBA, two-time MVP, 2015-2016 NBA scoring champ, three-time NBA champion, and then 09-2010 All-Rookie team. Okay, now that's... Now that's quite a resume. That really is quite a, a resume. Will he be in the in the Hall of Fame? No question. Will he be in the Hall of Fame? He's first ballot all the way. The, the first year he's eligible, he's gonna get in. Okay. Um. Now let's do now let's do LeBron, and then I'll and then I'll explain my my reasoning behind this. LeBron James. Where, where to even begin? 15-time All-Star, 3-time NBA champ, 6-time All-Defensive team, 3-time uh, uh, All-Star MVP, All-Star Game MVP, 4-time four four-time MVP, 07-08 scoring champ, 15-time All-NBA, 03-04 All-Rookie team, 3-time Finals MVP, 03-04 Rookie of the Year. He's had a phenomenal career. I mean, I mean, he could have, he could have retired, he could have retired, LeBron, LeBron, it's, it's possible that LeBron could have retired in like 2011, even if he only played like eight years, I think he could have gotten into the Hall of Fame just, just with that stuff, just with the accolades he got, he had racked up from there, but, he, but I'm going to say it again. LeBron James is the is the goat of the 2010s, but Steph Curry is the more influential player. Okay, now here's why, and it's it's very very simple. If you watch basketball, how has the game evolved? The game is all about the three ball now. That's what it's about. It's it's. You know, it's spacing. It's more. It's about. It's more about spacing. Um, can you get players that can shoot? You know, even you know, even the centers they have to shoot. And it, so, that that's what that's where it's come to. LeBron was never a LeBron was never a fantastic shooter. But Steph is just Steph is just ungodly. Steph Steph is Steph is Steph is from another world in terms of shooting. He's just, he's just absolutely phenomenal. And look at, just look at, 
when you when you go into gyms and when you go into when you walk by playgrounds and you just see kids playing basketball that's where you know you have influence you know kids you know kids now all they are they're out there shooting threes and bricking them and that just shows just how influential Steph is now i got to say this i think it's bad for basketball overall because you have you have these kids who don't quite understand that Steph Curry is on a whole other level. His father is a tremendous was a tremendous athlete, very gifted, and Steph is even Steph is even better than him. And Steph is just unnatural. No, and if you're if you're a you know a younger if you're from the younger part of my demographic, um. Don't and you and you play basketball. Don't try to copy Steph's form. Steph Steph is Steph is what you would call an outlier. He's not a guy that you would that you would want to follow and copy, because really you can't. Steph is unnatural. If there's any shot that you should, and this is just off the top of my head, if there's any shot that you should do and try to try to copy, would be. I'm going to say either Clay's, pro- probably Clay. If you if you try to you know go with Clay and copy his form and just try to do what he does, that's best. But I will say this: you should also do what you should kind of also do what feels natural because that's that's what matters too. Um, it doesn't matter whose whose shot you copy because if you don't if you don't feel comfortable doing it, then it's just a waste. Then it's just a waste, and you it's really not going to work at all. But anyway, Steph is the more Steph is the more influential player by far. I mean, his he's he's completely revolutionized the game. Now, if if you were to, if you were to do if you were to say the history, if you were to give uh if you were to do a video on the history of the NBA and you had to do it in if you had to do it if you had to, if you had to do, if you had to take the whole the whole NBA's history and put it into an hour video, you would have to mention both LeBron and Steph. But Steph, I mean Steph, Steph, like Steph, affected affected how the game is played. How he affected analytics. He affected you know players that are sought after. You have in today's game. You have to shoot, or you got to be like really, or you have to be like super good at a at a like defense or something like that. Some some other thing, but you pretty much have to be able to shoot. Just just look at Dwight Howard. Dwight Howard is now an absolute joke. All that height, all those muscles, and no one really want no one really wants him. No one, no one really wanted him. No one really cared about him. He was irrelevant. Why? Because Dwight was so big and bulky, he couldn't really move and he couldn't really shoot. I mean, I mean, think about that. I would say this. If LeBron were the more influential player, and it was more, you know, it was, you know, power, you know, powering it in, you know, backing down, all of that. If, if it were more like that today... 
then I would say then I would say LeBron is more influential and Dwight Howard would be, you know, more relevant and more he would he would receive more attention. So Steph so Steph has Steph has averaged twenty three and a half points a game, four and a half rebounds, six point six assists, forty seven percent almost forty eight percent shooting, forty four percent from three, ninety one percent from the strike. He's phenomenal. Just just phenomenal. LeBron, an average of 27.2 points, 7.4 rebounds, 7.2 assists, uh, 50% uh, from the field, 34% from three, 74% from uh, the strike. He's never been great at free throws. That, that has been a big knock on LeBron's career. His thing, he's, he just... Never, he could never, he could just never really do free throws. But, you know, all, all players, all greats have their, their flaws. I mean, it, that's, Jordan couldn't really shoot threes. Um, let's see. But yeah, you know, th- those are his stats. So LeBron, again, I love, I love both of these players. Now, who would I take in a one-on-one match? Here's the thing. I actually I never really thought about that. Between Steph and LeBron, who would win? Okay, I'll say this. If if Steph Curry were to start with the ball, he'd probably win. But he can't afford to miss. If Steph if Steph started with the ball and he and he just was shooting, he he would probably win. But the the minute he doesn't get the rebound, I think it's over. Because LeBron LeBron can guard Steph. Steph cannot guard LeBron. I mean it it'd be it'd be child's play at that point. But you know they're they they really are fantastic. They're both fantastic players in their own right. Um they have they have their own rivalry going. I don't know if they're fr- I don't think and now this is just me speculating. I don't think they're friends. I think Here's the thing. I think, in a way, now I don't know this. This is just me speculating. I think LeBron is a little bit jealous of Steph. Here's why I say that. LeBron was seen as the king, and he he still is. You know, he's still called the king, King James, um, chosen one, all of that. But Steph pretty much came from a small school. Um, he didn't really have too much attention on him. And then pretty much he just, he just blew up. And it was like, whoa, this guy can shoot. And he started to change the game. And it's like, well, that's pretty interesting. And so LeBron wasn't quite getting as much attention anymore. And it's like, well, so, you know, he felt someone coming for his throne. So Steph, you know, 
you know, they've been in the finals against each other. Um, Steph, Steph won the first one. LeBron won the next one, bringing a title to Cleveland, as he promised. And then Steph won the next one after that. But, you know, they're, they're both, they're both very talented players. But I do think, I do think there is a part of LeBron, and he'll probably never admit this. But I think he's, I think he's jealous of Steph. Now, I remember this one, I remember this one conversation I had in high school, and it was really interesting, and I kind of never really thought about it until they brought it up. But I was hanging, I was hanging out with, uh, two of my black friends, and we were in, uh, we were in, we were in one of our classes together. I can't remember which one. But we started to talk about Steph Curry, and one of them, one of them mentioned, they said, you know, you know, Steph's a light skin, and he kind of, he kind of asked, if Steph was not light skinned, would he be as popular? And I had, I never really thought about that. And I still don't really have an answer to that. Well, okay, well, let me say this. Let me say this. I think he would be as popular. I don't think he would be as well liked. I don't think he'd be he'd be as accepted as much. Because see, you know, he's light skinned, he's seen as quote unquote cute, he's the baby face assassin. If he if he were my color, I don't he his skill his his skill would be the same. I believe his popularity would be the same. But I don't think his likability would be the same. Cause play, cause I believe, cause here's the thing. I think a lot of players right now in the league, they don't like Steph. One, and I think one reason is because he's light skinned. There's always, there's always, <laughs> there's always gonna kind of be that thing between light skins and dark skins. Um, you know, that's, that's just kind of, that's just gonna kind of always be there. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's pitiful. It's, it's really, it's really, it's really kind of funny. Um, someone, I remember someone asked me, you know, I was like, the question, it was something, it was something kind of like this. And I know I'm, I know I'm meandering here, but the question was, if you could be light, if you could be light skinned for one day, would you do it? And at the time I didn't answer immediately. I had, I told, I told him, I was like, give me a day to think about it. I'll get back to you. Because here's the thing, light skins, in my mind, are more attractive than dark skins. We as, we as, we as, you know, humans, we prefer, we, pre- we naturally prefer lighter colors. We prefer, we prefer lighter colors. And people will say, oh, you know, that's racist. No, that's not really racist. That's just, that's something that's kind of been ingrained in us. You know, over, you know, a long, long time. And, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. You just kind of, you, you, you deal, you, you deal with the hand that you're, that you're dealt. Um, but I, I eventually told him, I said, you know what? I, I don't think I would want to be light skinned. And I said, because I think if I went light skinned for one day and then went back, 
I think I would see myself in an entirely new light. And I would see it in a, in a much worse way. I think, I think I would become more and more jealous of light skins and I would, and I would become more, I would just, I would just kind of have prejudice towards them because, <laughs> because they're light skin. And that's, that's why I told him, that's why I told him I was like, I, I just don't think it'd be a good idea for me to do that. So, you know, we still, we still kind of joke about it today, but anyway. Steph is the more influential player. Um, he's, I mean, just his skill is just unreal. I now, now I will say this: when it comes time for the finals, and when it comes time where the lights are brightest, he doesn't show up. That is true, and he does have a problem with injuries. But in answer to the question of who has been more influential in the 2010s. Between Steph Curry and LeBron James, the answer is Stephen Curry. Okay. Uh, this next thing is from Fox News, and um, this is kind of this is this is kind of interesting. Let me just let me just go through the article. It's not that long. Um, I think I can get through it without commenting. Baltimore restaurant Baltimore restaurant's dress code cited as discrimination. This is racist as hell. By Michael Holland. A Baltimore restaurant is under fire before it is even opened. When an image appeared on social media showing the establishment's dress code posted on the gate outside, some users complained that the rules seemed to be discriminating against certain customers. Others, meanwhile, defended the restaurant for trying to maintain a particular atmosphere. Okay, uh, I'm just I'm just gonna read the sign here. Uh, strictly prohibited. Um, excessively baggy clothing. In parentheses it says pants must be worn at the waist, comma no shorts below the knee. And in parentheses, um, offensive, vulgar, or inappropriate attire. Um, athletic attire. In parentheses, sweats or gym clothes, and parentheses, close parentheses, uh, jerseys, uh, except on Ravens slash Orioles game days, brimless headgear, in parentheses, bandanas, beanies, etc., and close parentheses, backwards or sideways hats, in parentheses, must be worn forward, close parentheses, work and construction boots, sunglasses after dark. Okay. Uh, its website says the chop tank is opening soon. An image uploaded on Twitter of the sign said to be on the restaurant's gate shows to, shows an apparent dress code. The sign in the photo says items like excessively baggy clothing, athletic attire, jerseys, brimless headgear, and backwards or sideways hats are prohibited. The photo was captioned, dress coded sign at the new chop tank restaurant in Fells, implying that dress code had an ulterior motive. Uh, being new, uh, this is from the Chop Tank. Being new to the Fells Point neighborhood, we simply implemented the dress code standard that is used by several other properties in the area, including, and I'm probably going to butcher this, Barcosina, Barco, Barcosina, 
Bond Street, uh, Bond Street Social Mobies and the horse you came in on. That's the name of a restaurant? Wow, okay. Have a great day. Another user was more direct with their criticism posting, y'all could have saved yourselves some time and posted a no black people sign. Others echoed this the sentiment with one user posting, this is racist as hell and I will never enter your restaurant and will actively warn others away from it. Have a great day. In a statement to Fox News, a spokesperson for Atlas Restaurant Group who owned the Chop Tank said, our policy is no different than countless other bars in Fells Point. Federal Hill, and many other bar restaurants around Maryland, including Secrets, and and that's, that's Secrets with, spelled like C, like the ocean, so S-E-A-C-R-E-T-S, and Tiki Lee's, both posted on their websites. There are also national properties such as Wynn Las Vegas that have similar dress codes in their entertainment venues. The most prominent African-American nightclub in Baltimore, Select Lounge, has a stricter dress code as well. Baltimore City Public Schools have a similar dress code and language for their students. They also provided Fox News with an official dress code, which was slightly different than one than the one featured in the photo on Twitter. While it was mostly similar, it didn't prohibit the wearing of baggy clothes, sideways hats, or sunglasses after dark. Okay. Now... There is quite a bit to go off of here. Okay, so baggy clothing, offensive, vulgar, or inappropriate attire, athletic attire, jerseys, brimless headgear, backwards or sideways hats, work or construction boots, sunglasses after dark. Okay, so these people who say, so this one person who said, Y'all could have saved yourselves some time and just posted a no black people sign. Okay, now that's pretty ignorant. Cause I'm 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 gonna go through I'm gonna go through this. Okay, um, and I I, I live in California, so California is pretty diverse, and specifically I live in Sacramento. Okay, so I'm just gonna go from there. Strictly prohibited, excessively baggy clothing. I've seen that from many ethnicities, not just blacks. Offensive. Vulgar or inappropriate attire. I've seen that from multiple ethnic groups, not just blacks. Athletic attire, jerseys, brimless headgear, backwards or sideways hats, work or construction boots, sunglasses after dark. This is not, it, that, that's, not that's not just clothes that black people wear. I mean, I mean, here's the thing. It's, it is spot on where, where, the there were people that were defending it for the restaurant for trying to maintain a particular atmosphere. There are certain places you go that are that are designed to have certain um certain atmospheres, a certain ambiance. You don't just go everywhere in shorts, sandals and flip flops and stuff like that. There are certain places where you, you dress up for. They're just the the restaurant is just saying, okay, this is this is this is what we're, this is what we're trying to do. We're trying to, we're trying to create, you know, a nice classy place. Um, so, you know, come here, but you know, just, you know, don't, you know, don't wear this stuff here. That's all they're doing. It's a very, it's a very common thing. You know, these people, you know, some, there are some people that just, they, they, they dig and they, and they really reach to make a point and to, to show that, you know, society's race, 
that society is racist or that there are certain parts of, of society that are racist and they just go after that so vigorously. These guys can do whatever they want. And here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Let's do this. Let's do this. I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play devil's advocate here. Okay? <laughs> okay. So this place is in Baltimore. Okay? No, this is this is not devil's advocate. I'm I I I I'm going to throw that part out. Okay, this is so. This place is in Baltimore. Baltimore is very black. They are. It's a very it's a very black city. I'm not sure the exact. I'm not sure the exact um, what you call it. I'm not sure the exact demographics of Baltimore, but I know. That I know that it's I know that it's a very black city, and so let's be real. Here it is: World Population Review. Um, black or African American is sixty-two point eight percent, so sixty-three percent. Thirty point two nine percent white, two point five six percent Asian, two point three two percent that are two or more races, and then and then you know you go down from there. So let's just think about this. Let's just think about this. If, 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 if this restaurant, if the owner said, you know what? We are going to, we're going to take, we're going to make a bar and we are going to put it in a very black city, but we're not going to let black people, we're going to, we're going to discriminate against blacks and make them not want to come here. What kind what kind what kind of mindset is that? Here's the thing that people need to understand. When it comes to businesses, businesses most businesses at the end of the day, all they care about the only color they care about is green. They just care about they just care about money. That's what they want. If if they were trying if they were trying to not have blacks, all you gotta do is just take your restaurant and put it in another city. This isn't racist at all. I mean that I mean this is just this is just absolutely stupid. Like this is like this is just such a stupid thing to do. And to say to say that they to say that they discriminate against blacks. That argument holds no water. They're in Baltimore. It's it's just so dumb. It is so, so ignorant. And and here's the thing, here's the thing. If it really, if it, if they really are racist, let's just do this. If you think that, just don't go. It's very simple. It's very simple to think to think that there are, to think that there are businesses who are actively. To think that there are businesses who are trying to hurt their bottom line by putting themselves in certain places where they're going to discriminate against other people, I kind of, I kind of, let me kind of tie into this a little bit, and I'll, I'll, I'll talk about this on 
MLK Day, that episode and all that stuff. But it's kind of like the Mont- the Montgomery bus boycotts. And I know some of you thinking, oh boy, here he goes. Um, but the Montgomery bus boycotts. What people need to understand about the Montgomery bus boycotts is, you know, there were laws that were in place where the <laughs> where where there were there were there were there were rules and laws that were put in place that businesses had to abide by. And it's it's just absolutely ridiculous to think that it's absolutely ridiculous to think that there are people who who had the Montgomery bus boycott or owned the Montgomery bus company and they said, you know what, we're gonna de- we're gonna deliberately discriminate against black people because that's what we feel like doing and you know that's just that's just what we're gonna do. That that does not make any sense. It makes absolutely no sense. Here's why. The Montgomery so okay. Most most of those that lived in Montgomery during that time, and or I should say, most of those that used the bus company, used used the buses, were black. So most most of those people were black. Why would why would the bus company deliberately on their own say, okay, you know what? Um, if you're if you're black, we're it's most most of our money comes from black people. Why would why would they discriminate against against the group where they get they get most of their money from? It's like this. Let's say here's the thing. Let's say I sell I have a store. Let's say let's say I own a store and most of the people that come to the come to my store are we'll just say redheads. We'll just say redheads. Most of the people that come to my store are redheads, and that's where most of my revenue comes from. Why would I hurt my bottom line and hurt my revenue and hurt my business to where I would discriminate against the people that are responsible for most of my revenue? That doesn't that doesn't even make sense from a business standpoint. Let's let's say I hated redheads. Would I be, let's say I just actively, with a deep, dark passion, just couldn't stand redheads. And then I take these people, and then I take it, and I'm like, you know what? I would rather my business go into the ground than let, than, you know, let redheads get their products from me. What business owner would do that? I mean, it's just, it's just absolutely stupid. So to say that this, to say that this restaurant is racist, is just stupid. It's just absolutely stupid. I mean, I mean, just, I mean, why would they, if they didn't want, if, oh my God, it's so stupid. If they didn't want blacks in their, in their place, why would they go, why would they put, why would they put, their place of business in a city that is mostly black. 
Who would do that? That that like that it 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 makes it makes no sense. It it'd be like it'd be like I I I have a store. It would be like it'd be like me living in China. And I let's say let's say in this scenario I'm a Chinese citizen. And I make I have a store. I have a store and I pretty much try to actively actively discriminate against Chinese people from coming into my store. That that just it does it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't it makes zero sense. This restaurant isn't racist. That's stupid. They're just trying they're just trying to set the ambiance. They're just trying to establish a certain a certain uh a certain atmosphere for their restaurant. That's all it is. There are certain restaurants that have certain themes and you know, they welcome certain types of um behavior, uh attire, things like that. Um it but this is this is just this is just dumb. This this is just dumb. I mean I mean th- this might be the this if if they're racist, this might be the dumbest person to ever start a business ever. To to take a restaurant. I'm going to I'm going to take my restaurant, put it in a put it in a mostly black city and discriminate against blacks. Yeah. Okay. So this last thing is from uh, the Western Journal. New York Times staffer apologizes after numerous racist and anti-LGBT tweets surface. Ah. Here we go again. As the New York Times attempts... The New York Times is going through a rough spot right now. My God, it's like they've been in the news for the last two weeks. As the New York Times attempts to clean up the mess it created with his botched story on the Supreme Court, Justice Brett Kavanaugh, racist and anti-LGBT tweets from one of its staffers have come to light. Reporter Gina, and I cannot pronounce her last name. I can't pronounce it, so I'm just going to say, I'm just going to refer to her as Gina. Gina has issued an apology after Newsmax TV host John Cardillo, Cardillo called her out on Twitter. Whoa. At New York Times fact checker uh, Gina has underscore has a nearly decade long history of reprehensible racist and homophobic tweets. Cardio's tweet thread began. Gina's insensitive tweets cover everything from deriding LGBT people to criticizing people who work at nail salons. Say what you want, but I hate going to Asian nail salons. They feel effing entitled and I don't and I don't know anything but basic ghetto S one tweet from twenty twelve reads. Okay. Um about to go there's another one. About to go try and enjoy a pedicure. Haven't let an Asian touch my hands or feet for about a year ever since that lady cut me. In another tweet, she wrote that there were too many dykes on my floor. She also tweeted negatively about white people and how they really just don't get it. Uh, these white folks, man, dot, dot, dot. 
LOL. Uh, some right people really just don't get it. Trying so dot dot dot. Trying so hard to argue against something you just don't get. Um, and again, I'm not really sure what she's ref- referring to there. Her most offensive tweet was in July of this year when she complained about a storyline on the show Big Little Lies. I'm and I don't know what that show is. I'm ready for her to snitch and the blame to fall on the white woman. In parentheses, but we know that won't happen. After her tweets were publicized, Gina issued an apology saying that the tweets were from when she was in college. I have deleted offensive tweets when I was in college nearly a decade ago. I am truly sorry. Okay, so... Um, not everyone was quick to accept this hasty apology. As one person pointed out, something someone did in college these days is grounds for impeachment, according to the Times. A direct reference to the Kavanaugh story, so Gina should face similar consequences. Donald Trump Jr. also called out the Times tweeting, are they ever going to do anything to address the rampant hatred at their paper? The Western Journal has reached out to the New York Times for comment, but has not yet received a response. We'll update this article if and when we do. Hmm. Well, that's uh. What 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 can what can you say to this? Um. Again, I've I've talked about tweets like this. Tweets don't resurface. That's not how they. These tweets don't just come up in 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 at the top of the at the top of the at the top of uh, uh the feed. They that not, that's not what happens. There are there are people. I'm telling you, there are people who dig for garbage on people, and they pull up like, "Aha, we got something here." And it's just it's just absolutely garbage. Like we go back. So let me let me say where these you know let me give the dates on some of these tweets. About to go try and enjoy a pedicure. Haven't let an Asian touch my hands or feet for about a year, ever since that lady cut me. Uh, New Year's Eve, twenty eleven. These white folks, man. Dot dot dot. Lol. Uh, May nineteenth, twenty thirteen. Sorry, some excuse me. Some white people really just don't get it. Trying so hard to argue against something you just don't get. July 14th, 2013. And then Bonnie's storyline on Big Little Lies, on hashtag Big Little Lies, really irritates me for a number of reasons. I'm just ready for her to snitch and the blame to fall on the white woman, but we know that won't happen. That was this year, July 15th. Um, but, the, I mean, this this is what I'm saying. She's entitled to her opinion. She's entitled to feel how she feels. She's in, here, here's, what, here's what we need to understand and what we need to ask ourselves. What is social media for? 
Is it for expressing yourself? Is it like, what is it for? Because there are some people where they say, okay, you know what? She is, um, she's a bad person and she should lose her job and she should, you know, she should pretty much be blacklisted because of all the terrible things that she's said. Which you may not like what she says, but she has the right to say it. She does. And I, I, I don't think, I don't think it should be brought up. I don't think things that are, you know, so old should be brought up. And especially, especially things like tweets. Cause tweets are just, tweets are just, tweets are words and just an idea that come, that usually come into a person's head and they tweet it. Okay. And this stuff is like years ago. This isn't murder. This isn't rape. This isn't, this isn't, this isn't, you know, I should say proven rape. This isn't, this isn't proven sexual assault. This isn't proven, you know, theft or anything really serious. This is, these, these are tweets. And for someone to lose their job over things that they say, I, I just, Here's a, here's a question I just thought of, which it's not, it's not really original, but I'm just not thinking of it. When, when does free, where does the line for free speech end? Where does it end? Like, where is the, where's the border where it's like, where's, I should say, where's the line where it's like, okay, if you're on this side of the line, if you're inside the circle of free speech, if you're inside the circle, you're good. Once you're outside, it's like, oh, okay, you, you can't say those things. Where is that? How far does it go? Is it the same for everybody? There, there are just, there are so many things to look at here. Do I like what you said? Not really. I think some of the stuff was stupid. And here's the thing. A lot of tweets are stupid. They're just, they're, they're stupid things. People, here's the thing. People often tweet, as, as I said earlier, people often tweet, an idea comes into their head, they say it, and they tweet it. P- these people are tweeting ideas that come into their heads. And a lot of them are just like, um, what? Like, why or who cares or what are you talking about? You get a variety of tweets, but tweets are... Something that are like, right at that moment, bang, I tweet. It's just, you know, oh, I don't know. I don't know what the New York Times is going to do to her. Um, Will she be let go? I don't know. I don't know. It's just, I just, I just, I don't know. I don't know, but I, I got to be real here. This stuff, this stuff is just stupid to me. It's absolutely stupid to me that we that we bring up old things that people do. Some of that stuff was six years old. Six years ago, I was in high school as a sophomore. I did and said stupid stuff. Now I didn't do anything illegal or anything like that. But there are things there are things that people say where it's just like, bro, what are you talking about? 
And I'm not saying I'm not saying that I'm special or anything like that. But they're, you know, we we hold things against people that are just so old. Or just really old and ultimately don't matter. Because here's the way I look at social media. Social media is a place. It's Social media is a collection of platforms where people can express themselves. That's what I think social media is. That's why I don't think it should be regulated. I don't, I don't believe social media should be regulated. I don't think there should be a group of like, there are people who there, who look for tweets to look and see if they're offensive and flag and, you know, suspend people's accounts for stuff like that. I, I'm not a fan of that. Social media is not the, these people aren't the police. These people, I believe this, their job, this, and this was so hard. It it just needs to be it just needs to be a place where people can express themselves, because if you say oh social media is a place where you express positivity or positive things, what is positive? What may be positive to you may be negative to me. What may be positive to me may be negative to you. We just we just gotta let these things you know just go. If someone posts something, you post it. If someone likes something, they like it. If someone Says something, they say something. And then we move on. We, we in the society, we have, we have really, really come to love social media and we've come to hate it as well. It's a strong love hate thing. And it's just, it's very dangerous and it's not a great, it's just not a great society. It's just, how can I put this? It's not a great way for society to go, to love, to love social media like this and to treat it to treat it as if it's super super special and super super important she said what she had to say do you li- do i like it no do did some people did some people like it yeah there were some people who actually liked the button who hit the like button there were some people who didn't like what she said but she in my opinion has the right to say it that's what we've got to figure out. What what is what is free speech? What does it mean? How far does it go? Where can you where can you use it? Where can you not use it? It's just ridiculous. It's just absolutely ridiculous to me. It's absolutely ridiculous to me. And we'll see where we go from here. Um. Yeah. We'll we'll see. Do I think she's going to lose her? As I said earlier, I don't think she'll lose her job. But if she did. It wouldn't surprise me.